And the greatest voice podcast is here for your listening, for your entertainment, because you just simply have terrible taste in recreational listening. What is up with you? Shout out to every single pair of ears or whatever device that you're using. If you're one of those people who has one of those uh, hearing aids, what's up with you? Shout out to everybody who's listening to the podcast. How you doing? How you feeling? What is up with you? We shall commence this episode of the broadcast of the podcast like we have commenced every single episode with a quote to a song, to a ballad, to a melody, to a verse that really did have me in my feels. I woke this morning and decided to talk to my povo, mi agente, mi agente, which means people in Portuguese. And the song we shall quote comes from a group called AZ Yet. And they have a song called Last Night. I, I think it was released... Sometime in the 1990s, vaguely around then, think about 1995, 1996, somewhere in that era, sometime when your mom was out there, just giving it up, giving it up, giving it up, riding it, riding it, riding it. Um, Old Town Road. We're going to talk about that, by the way, too. We're going to talk about that. Um, the song is called Last Night by AZ Yet. And. You know, the verse that really touched me in that song, it's um, the chorus, actually. When the group says, last night, I was inside of you. Last night, while making love to you, I saw the sun, the moon, the mountains, and the rivers. I saw heaven when I made sweet love to you. And... There is no way on God's green earth that Adam and Eve were born unquestionably, if you believe that kind of thing. It is no way you could not hear those lyrics and feel somewhat sexual, somewhat just, ooh, God, last night while making love to you. Last night I was inside of you. I saw the sun, the moon, the mountains, and the rivers. Dang, I ain't found, I'm going to tell you right now, at best I saw a lake. I'll tell you right now, as best with the as best with the woman that I'm currently meeting right now on Tinder and Bumble and Snapchat at odd hours of the night, at best I've seen was a lake, maybe a few ponds. I have never saw the mountains, the rivers, the ocean. I've never seen all of the landscape of be of the Beastmaster film when I've had sex with a woman. But it is what it is. Um, how you doing, man? Welcome to the Greatest Voice Podcast. What's up with you? What's popping? What how you feeling? How are you? How you doing? Are you in the mood? Are you in the vibe? What's up with you? How you doing, baby? Um, let us just commence the topics. Let's just hop right into it. Um, I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with the history of American flags. Truth be told, this Betsy Ross flag thing with the thirteen, ter- uh, the thirteen, um, what is it? The the thirteen stars that symbolize the first thirteen states of the United States when the concept was created. Which actually, what I read about was not actually even created by Betsy Ross's fat ass. Or it actually was created by somebody else. Truth be told, I don't even think it was created by that dude. I think it was some nigga inside. But uh, there is a big controversy going on right now because for those of you guys who have no awareness, for those of you guys who do not know what I'm talking about, Nike. Nike was about to release a line of shoes where in the heel of the shoe, in the back of the shoe, they have the emblem of the 13 stars from the Betsy Ross flag. And they stopped the idea because after having consultation with with, uh, Colin Kaepernick and Colin Kaepernick's advisors, they were informed that they felt like that if they released that line of shoes, 
that emblem on the shoe would be offensive to the black community because it brings up memories and representation of a very racist, tragic time in the history where black people were sold as chattel, as commodity, or slavery. Just to not to, I had to get all poetic with the slavery bars, but it brings reminiscence to that. There has been a lot of backlash to that decision. Um, I saw that the governor of Arizona, they're stopping funding for the for the Nike uh, factory, something to that effect in Arizona. Shout out to everybody out there in Arizona. I went to ASU, Sun Devil forever. Once a Sun Devil, always a Sun Devil. Um, I see a lot of backlash from those who are on the conservative side. It's a lot of backlash from the people who are just on the Republicans Um and this is a very divisive issue because a lot of people felt like Colin Kaepernick and his team, they're basically just calling they're calling wolf when there's no wolf. Like they feel like this flag does not represent racism at all. Here's my personal opinion. And um I saw one dude shout out to him, his name was Terrence Hawkins. He's uh, one of those type of he's one of those type of guys who is a um a, a conservative all the way. He's one of those black dudes who just spends his whole thing just to massage the nerves of white people and make them not feel racist, make them not feel crazy for their beliefs. I don't like those type of guys. But I will say this. This is my personal opinion. I do think that you're just you're just grabbing at a you're grabbing at a pit of sticks with this claim that that flag is racist. I read the history on the Betsy Ross flag or the so-called quote-unquote Betsy Ross flag. I did the research. That flag, I have seen photos where that flag was used at KKK rallies, but I will also add that niggas were never at those KKK rallies, so we wouldn't even know. I don't think that that flag symbolizes racism. The Confederate flag, you can argue, symbolizes racism because the whole reason that the South seceded from the North was because they wanted to keep slavery. They wanted to keep this industry that was keeping them alive. So that's their thing. So I can understand if you said the Confederate flag is racist. Can you argue that that flag brings back a time, brings back memory? I saw some people argue that you know that's the first flag that flew after the day of independence. No, it wasn't. It, that was came a little bit after. From what I read, we didn't even. The thing about it is, everything in this country will remind you of racism. Everything. You can't just keep pulling hairs on certain issues because we on re, in reality every single issue in this his in the history of this country will they make you think of racism. I live in probably the most liberal state in the world, California, West Coast, real town business. Puma check just got cleared. Merry Christmas. But I live in one of the most liberal states in the world. I love my California flag with the bear. I love the, the bear flag. But reality is, if you knew the history of the racism that happened in this in this state, not fuck the rest of the country. If you knew how they used to have to, how they used to euthanize Mexican women that come over here, if you knew that the history of that bear flag wasn't just a bunch of drunken white men who won the despite uh, California natives, you will be shocked. Racism is embedded in the history of this country. There are certain situations where you can say, "Okay, that dude's a dick. We can take him. You can take that dude's statue down. That guy was a terrible person. We can get, take his name off the highway." I can understand that. With this situation, I don't think it's one of them. If they were trying to put the Confederate flag on the Nike Air Fives or whatever brand of shoe that's coming out tomorrow, I could understand the argument behind that because that is a symbolism of trying to keep a trying to keep slavery as an actual establishment so i can understand that with this one's a little bit different now 
We can argue. You know, I, I looked at the I looked at the history on the Betsy Ross flag, and I saw that it passed between sixteen to seventeen different flag makers before they got a finished product. We can pretty much argue that probably all of them all of them motherfuckers probably hated black people. We can, we can, we can, there's there's a case we can make a logical case that all of them probably hated black people, but in this situation, their flag represented had nothing to do with the idea of hating black people the confederate flag represents to me personally the idea of imperialism over black people keeping us under the white man's foot so that's different with this betsy ross flag i don't get that i feel like that's pulling hairs i understand to anybody you know see a lot of people don't understand because you know it's a lot of people who feel like um everybody on the left everybody who's liberal anybody who supports colin kaepernick we hate the flag or we're not patriotic. I support Colin Kaepernick. I support him. I do believe he does do good for the community. I do. I've, I've seen read up on the programs where he's donated money to the Know Your Rights programs, the money he's uh, donated to domestic abuse from, against mothers. That thing where he, um, this last one, I don't know the actual, I want to say it was a couple hundred thousand, a hundred thousand or a couple thousand dollars worth of food and dry food that he flew to this country in Africa. I want to say it was Somalia or Ethiopia. So he does put his money where his mouth is. I just think in this situation, he's reaching. He's just reaching the situation. This is my personal opinion. Can the 13, can the 13 stars on the flag remind you of a time of racism? It can, it can. But at the end of the day, damn near everything can. If you, like I said, if you take time and do due diligence and read up on the history of the state of California, you will be shocked at some of the bloodshed, at the racist riots that we've had here, at the, the fact that we used, we used to euthanize Mexican women coming here because dude, the crazy, bro, like it's... I bring that up because I'm using I'm giving that as an example to say that grass goes grass grows green on the top, but never forget what it takes to make that grass grow. Just being real. Um, I, as far as where it goes to like you know. The thing it's kind of hard because when you're a minority in this country, and white people don't understand this, when you're a minority, when when you particularly let's fuck fuck the minority thing because I keep trying to include everybody. When you a nigga, when you're of Negro origin, it's a little bit different when we have these conversations about the American flag, um, statues of former presidents. Statues of former governors, highways named after people, and how we're talking about removing these people, how we're talking about um taking them down. The thing was the Thomas Jefferson statue because he owned slaves, or even how they had that one woman who's who's um who's 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 singing rendition who's rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. It always played for some baseball team, but now it was removed because we now we know she used to sing these racist songs at her concerts. People will never understand what it's like for us because. A lot of a lot of a lot of what makes American culture, I can tell you from the perspective of a black man, a lot of what makes you proud to be American or what was taught to you in school that made you proud to, you know, to be like, oh, man, you know, Abraham Lincoln crossed the bridge and Thomas Jefferson was the first person to do this and yada, yada, yada. A lot of it means jack shit to us because I don't you know, I don't I don't look at I do not look at um. I don't I don't look at uh, Thomas Jefferson or I don't look at any president with gleam or even um what's that one dude uh Andrew Jackson I don't look at any of them outside of Abraham Lincoln and outside of uh 
I guess Abraham Lincoln right now. I don't look at any of them with a, with a certain amount of respect and love and admiration because reality is like they were doing nothing for our people at the time. I understand that if you do the right research, you'll see that not the majority of white people in the country did not own black people. I understand that. But at the same time, for you to allow this to happen for 300 years, then for another 100 years to allow us to be still be murdered and hanged and lynched and shit, I feel a certain type of way about that. Um, it's just it, it just it is what it is. And even then, like even when you talk to people who are abolished, when you talk about the abolished, you know, it's. it's it's one of those things where, like I said, it's our country. We have a very terrible history. We have a very bloody history, a very unfair history. Whether we have conversations about the whole concept of manifest destiny, where white people felt in this country that that it was it was designed by God to go conquer these places and kick these, or even the blood of the uh, the trail of tears, the, blood, the trail of tears for the Indians. Like we have a very terrible history in this country. At a certain point for us to move forward, we're going to have to look past certain things. And then it kind of becomes a conversation of where when we have conversations of people who are who are leaders, who are presidents, who are senators, who are governors, who are inventors that have these statues in certain places, be they Atlanta, be they Connecticut, be they Hartford, be they uh, Indiana. And you're talking about these people who. We respect so much and put on top of a pedestal, but reality is they're racist. Post most of them are racist. Can we argue that we shouldn't make that the um we shouldn't judge them on their racism because they grew up in a time where racism was institutionalized and therefore they were taught to believe that black people were, were under under them, that they were that they were superior to us. You know, we can we have a conversation about that? Um you know, it's the same thing how if you talk to, when you deal with black people, if you talk to our older family members, if you talk to our aunts and our uncles and our grandmothers and our cousins, the people who are older, 60 and above, a lot of them have a lot of reserves and feelings and animosity to those of the white skin, to those of the vanilla color, to those of the mayonnaise family. But that is because a lot of them went through real, real racism. My grandmother passed away two years ago, God rest her soul, Nettie Mae Bowyer, but she told me a dozen times about how she remembered going to school and having to drink from the white, the, the black water fountains and having to sit at the black back of the bus, hearing about lynching, the KKK ride. And like, I talked to a guy the other day who told me like 10 years ago in the city that I live in called Gall, California, how his how the KKK came to God and lived in God and were like fucking with the Mexicans there. So racism is a real thing. This is there. We can't even deny that. And I completely understand when you deal with people of my race, when you deal with people who are Mexican, whose ancestors, our fathers, grandmothers and grandfathers have suffered at the hands of this. I can understand how we be, we can be sensitive about that. But at the same time, you have to certain times you have to move past certain things. Certain times you some things you just have to move past. And now I'm sorry to say it like that, but just it is what it is. Um, you know, and I, I respect Colin Kaepernick. I respect what he does. I respect that he's with the kneeling thing. I've always said it was never a protest against the flag. It was a protest against the government. It was a protest against police brutality, never a protest against the flag. The majority of black people, I will say this, we didn't really care about those who felt they defended the flag because you have to understand, as long as you've had flags in this country, you've had racism, you've had oppression against minorities, oppressions against black people. So therefore, it's kind of hard for us to have sympathy again, have us to be really empathize with that. Like, we just have a different view about that. Um, 
I didn't really realize how much the I don't and I respect the American flag. I respect the flags, and like I'm saying, that's why I'm saying with this Betsy Ross flag, I don't think it's offensive. I I personally didn't even know that the American flag meant that much to white people until the until Colin Kaepernick was kneeling, and I was like, really? I'm like, really? Like and like I was like, really? Like this, this is this, really? But, but you know, hey, you know, it's kind of like I don't know. It's like I said, we're it is what it is, man. It is what it is. We like I said, we have a very, we have a very tragic, and evil and terrible history in this country, and we would be naive to act like it doesn't exist. But at the same time, we would also be unoptimistic to say, you know what? We can take time. We can take these moments and look past certain things. I don't think those shoes with the Betsy Ross flag. First off, I don't. I think eighty six percent of niggas my age and their twenties and younger have no idea about that. I don't think that's like the benchmark for racism. I, I don't think they're going to look at those stars and be like, oh, my God, that's terrible. I don't think so. You know, and a lot of people just be misinformed. A lot of people don't. A lot, here's the thing about that. A lot of times people don't care. I still remember when Lil John and the Eastside Boys came out and on their album cover, they had the Confederate flag just because they were from Georgia. And I guess in Georgia, they really rocked the Confederate flag like that. I didn't. You know, some people just don't give a damn. Just just being for real with you. Some people some people really just do not give a fuck. So it goes both ways. Um, I don't know. I want you guys to let me know what you think about that. Let me know in the comments. I want to hear your opinions. What's your personal opinions about that? I want to hear what my people think. What my people think. Um, guess moving on from that, I saw the whole little thing about how Lil Nas X came out as gay on the last day of Pride Month. I really don't care about that because, and call me for whatever you want. I think he's just trolling. From what I've seen, if you go through his history on Twitter, go through the history of his tweets, he has a history of just trolling. I think he's just trolling. I think this is just a BS just to keep him relevant. If he is gay, and if he is coming out, you know, hey, all power to him. I saw Bobby Lights was all on Instagram talking about, ooh, Bobby Lights out there shooting his shot like a real. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby Lights, man. He's funny and he can rap, but all right. Uh, I saw him shooting the shots. So a shout out to that. But um, if he's gay, I mean, hey, he's gay. But I really do feel like he's just trying to do this for clout, just to do this to try to get sympathy. You know, it's funny how how the world has changed because there was a time like how I don't know if you guys ever heard that whole rumor how um J Edgar Hoover was gay. He was in the closet, uh, in the closet homosexual, and he was a cross dresser as well. And the mafia found that about him and blackmailed him by having photos. They blackmailed him with photos of him at a, at a, at a gay event dressed as a woman. And that was why he never, that's why he denied the existence of the, uh, the mafia. But he was so, he was so gung ho on trying to get rid of black organizations. Um, it's so weird how being gay, being homosexual, being have just being guests of the, um, the odd culture, it was so taboo at a certain point, but now, like, if you come out now, it's almost a bonus. Like, I do feel like, hell, if I came out as gay right now, I would make my podcast numbers jump up hella high. Like, if I came out and bullshit this tragic story about how I got bullied and et cetera, et cetera, from my homosexuality, and now I was having sex with women at odd hours of the night, and I just, it just felt so nasty and ooh, and I just did not like it. Like, I feel like I would blow up right now, but, you know, it is kind of interesting to see that, but I don't know, man. It's, uh... I mean, hey, more power to the young man. Uh, I I love that song, Old Town Road. My favorite verse is Billy Ray Cyrus when he opens up and it's like, yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the... Like, that boy killed it, but um, like I said, you got to show me, you know. You gay, you got to show me. You got to show me you a gay man. But, uh, so shout out to them. Um, 
with that being said uh i guess that's it for today um i only have so much charge in my pocket on my microphone on my thing so i can't really talk as much as i want to but thank you for listening thank you for being a part of the family this is and always shall be the greatest voice podcast we're going to be longer we're going to start doing longer episodes just right now yeah i'm really trying to push it's just it's a, it's a lot going on right now um but much love and peace and chicken grease thank you for listening to the greatest voice podcast let me know what you think and please click subscribe below click subscribe and join the family join the movement we are here